Today in Science from Wired. The weird way Australia's bushfires influenced a weirder La Nina. In 2019 and 2020, the out of control blazes sent clouds of smoke across the Pacific, where they brightened clouds and cooled the ocean. By Matt Simon. The colossal bushfires that tore through Australia in 2019 and 2020 charred some 37,500 square miles, obliterating iconic ecosystems and pushing already threatened species to the brink. The blazes were so big they spawned their own towering thunderclouds. Thousands of miles away, clear across the Pacific Ocean, the bushfires were affecting something more subtle yet very consequential. New modeling shows that the smoke helped cool the waters off South America, greatly increasing the chances of the rare three-year La Nina that ensued. That's the band of chilled water in the Pacific that lasted from 2020 to early 2023. La Nina influences weather around the world, so the bushfires ended up having a widespread effect long after the last embers stopped glowing in Australia. It skewed the probabilities toward a La Nina event for multiple years, says John Fasulo, a climate scientist at the U.S. National Center for Atmospheric Research and lead author of a paper describing the modeling, which was published recently in Science Advances. This is actually, in terms of the historical records, one of the largest perturbations of the Southern Hemisphere that we've seen. Having this huge source of the Australian wildfires actually had a big effect and created all these cloud condensation nuclei, and in turn, that made the clouds brighter, says Fasulo. When the clouds brightened off the Pacific coast of South America, more of the sun's energy got bounced back into space. That cooled the Pacific Ocean. They reflected a lot of energy to space, says Fasulo, and so they ended up cooling off the southern hemisphere. And did so in a region that's actually very important for La Nina. La Nina forms when east-to-west winds strengthen, pushing surface water away from South America's west coast. To fill the void, colder waters upwell from the depths, creating a smear of coolness that stretches across the Pacific. Typically, a La Nina lasts a year or two and can have a wide range of global effects. The southern U.S. tends to get drier, for instance, and the Pacific Northwest gets wetter. But this one began in 2020 and ended just a few months ago. This La Nina was also weird in that it didn't follow a strong El Nino when warm water instead forms in the same region. There can also be neutral conditions between those cooling and warming trends. These things have happened before, but it's very unusual to have either one of those things. Not to mention both of them, says Fasulo. That alone leads us to think that something unusual was happening there. This may not have been the first time that bushfire smoke significantly affected La Nina. Fasulo and his colleagues are now investigating Australia's notoriously awful 1974-75 fire season. In 1975 and 1976, scientists had forecast a warm El Nino, but that turned into what researchers instead dubbed an aborted El Nino event, when a cool La Nina formed instead. As it turns out, we do have some case studies that we're looking at from the 70s, says Fasulo. We think it may have been due to Australian bushfires. That could mean that wildfires play a more active role in La Nina and El Nino than previously believed. This is especially important given the background warming of the climate is going to increase the frequency and severity of wildfires, says Xie. The more the world warms and dries, the bigger and hotter wildfires get. Potentially creating more smoke that can drift across the Pacific, 
The route of smoke traveling from Australia is perfectly positioned to mess with the natural variability of ocean temperatures off the coast of South America. And there's another X factor. Wildfires are only one source of aerosols in the atmosphere. Others arise from the burning of fossil fuels. Like smoke, these actually help cool the planet by reflecting sunlight and acting as cloud nuclei. Particulate pollution from cargo vessels, for example, is famous for creating ship tracks of cooling clouds. But as humanity switches to green energy, we'll produce fewer of these aerosols, and wildfire smoke aerosols may become even more impactful. Incorporating wildfire smoke into La Nina and El Nino forecasts could make them more accurate. That's critical because it would allow policymakers to prepare for what's coming. For example, if La Nina ends up causing extreme precipitation, cities need to get their infrastructure ready. And if it brings drought, water managers need to handle potential supply issues. Luckily, with more data and increasingly sophisticated modeling, predictions will get better. Back in June 2020, Fasulo says the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration had actually expected neutral conditions in the Pacific. This was a month before one of the most prolonged La Nina events on record, a kind of historic mist forecast, says Fasulo. Today, he says we still don't ourselves understand the full potential here, but certainly the take-home from this paper alone is that wildfires in certain circumstances provide some seasonal predictability that we're not taking advantage of. Like what you learned? Subscribe everywhere you listen to podcasts and get more science news at wired.com science. <laughs>